And here we are. Hello, everyone, and uh, welcome to Satsang. Yes, I'm in a different place. I am down in Arizona, where it is extremely hot, and I'm uh, visiting my youngest son. And uh, I'm going to be here for a few days. And, uh, so I am sitting in his office. He works at home. And uh, um, so I am here enjoying, <laughs> not enjoying, <laughs> and short sleeve shirts, as you can tell, I even have a colored shirt on. And I'm wearing shorts, which I know we do. We don't need to do that in Seattle. So, um, but when it's, uh, when I think, for your, your Europeans and Canadians, it's it was like 46 yesterday, and uh, it's uh, it's on its way up now. So, but at any rate, um, hello everyone, and welcome to Sata. As I was putting it together today, wondering. Uh, what I should talk about, or even if, let me just open it up for questions. Um, it just came to me to take a moment and just, uh, there's a lot of, uh, of talk, especially in non-duality, about the self. And what is the self? And Nizagadada used the term all the time, Ramana did, um, all, the, all the sages did. What, what is it that we're talking about? And I think the first thing to do is to distinguish it that, it is, that the self is well. It is not. It is not the ego, but it is you. It's not something that's abstract. When we say the word, I say the word the self. The very fact that it's a word and we talk about it, um, the mind abstracts it. it. It wants to make it into something subject objectives that it can look at. Oh, the self, you know, oh, it's brown, and then it's, you know, it's light blue. And, um, and that kind of misses the whole point. Because what we're talking about is yourself. It's, it's got to become personal like that. Not become a person, but become personal. That is, your experience of it is very personal because it's the experience of yourself without any concepts attached. And that really is all there is to it. The, the fact is that you are the self. And, and that's self-evident, isn't it? You, you exist. So when you say I, you're referring to yourself. The, the question isn't whether you are or not. The question is how, do, how we think about ourselves as opposed to how we really are. The way we think about ourselves is what we call the egoic mind. And when it is examined closely and carefully, we find there's nothing there. It's just a thought. Now, what is there? There's this functioning going on that we all experience. You know, life and growth and the functioning of the human body and the, the natural world and the activity of human beings. There's all sorts of activity going on. Specifically, for an individual, we're most familiar with the activity of our own bodies and the thought patterns that we call our own minds. And we project onto that a sense of self. Imagine like a, a robot that is so lifelike 
that it has so many of the human qualities that we really can't tell whether it is or not. How would we possibly know? We would inevitably project a sense of self on it. Matter of fact, I just read recently about some guy who works for Google on some AI project they're, they're doing. Um, he claims that this, this one thing they made is sentient. Matter of fact, he started a little movement. He's, he's contacted senators and stuff to, to get rights for this. There's this deep belief that somehow, uh, if we just put the materials together in the right way, we're going to get consciousness, which is the underlying assumption that consciousness is a result of, uh, is a, uh, an emergent property of matter. So it's not. <laughs> we have to recognize that the only experience you have of the self is yourself. The truth of the matter is you don't even know if I exist. Not really, right? We have a sensory experience, right? And then from that sensory experience, we try to extrapolate what it is we're experiencing. So we look around at a world, and the mo model we have of the world is the materialistic model, or the physical, the physical reality model, which means that there's something out there, and its nature is this, these various material structures. Now, there's no doubt that you are aware and that you are experiencing. There's no doubt. The question is, what are we experiencing? And in all of them, where do I find myself? How do I rightly identify myself? This isn't just a a theological or philosophical notion because if you look through your life and you know, more of the modern understanding we have of, of, of things how I see myself is how I experience the world and I, I never experience what we call the world as it is I always experience my perceptions of them and my perceptions of them are driven completely by this central idea of who I regard myself to be. Which is why non-dual self-inquiry is constantly coming back to that question, well, who are you, the ultimate perceiver? And any definition I have of myself that comes to me as a result of, of some concept or some idea or some explanation of, of the world has to be dubious, it has to be questioned because it's always second-hand. Where do you find first-hand information? Right here. It's your own sense of being. It, it, is, it is direct, it is simple, it is uncomplicated, it is non-conceptual. Everybody here, right now, is having a, the, the direct experience of existence. Are you not? If I say, do you exist, you don't hesitate to answer.